Hey, I'm Angie. And I'm Emily. Being a creative person in the corporate space can be really tough, and we should know. Join us to talk about how to be a right brain in a left-brained world. It's The Artist at Work. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This week, we are kind of a part two from last week. We're going to talk about, you know, what things that we're consuming that we actually recommend. So perhaps are not overwhelming Emily and perhaps are maybe good for my business. So I don't know, Em, do you want to kind of kick things off? Yeah, I think, of course, you know, at the beginning of all of this, we talked about how the artist's way was a really good resource for us. Um, But there are a few other tools that I have picked up, not only in the last year, but, you know, previously. One of them that I'm really excited about right now, as far as like thoughtful consumption. And I, you know, I I spoke briefly when we were talking to Anne about how reticent I can be to actually learn something I think I already know about, but I am really digging masterclass. I have to say, I recently purchased a year long subscription. I'm sharing with my mom. She has actually done more of it than I have. She has done the RuPaul and the Bobby Brown ones, both ones that I want to do. I've done the Roxanne Gay one as a huge fan of hers. I just, everything she says is perfect to me. So really feeling as though I am learning um, really dense material from actual cool experts who have been curated for me, right? So it's not, the exercise of curation is already finished. And that to me is like A, a lot of fun, but also very stressful. So being able to go to a place like Masterclass, this is not sponsored by them, but if you're interested, please let us know. It's really, it's, it's really nice for me. There are a lot of awesome creators and creatives on there who are teaching cool things. And um, it's really, it's, it's been really a fun thing for me to get to kind of poke around inside of. I haven't dug into that, but I did notice an email where maybe I got a f- can dig in there for free. I did share with you a little <laughs> a little free week. Yeah, uh-huh. love it. So I highly recommend that one. It's pretty good. That's great. I feel like I have so much course consumption on my day to day basis. It's sure. hard to think about that as fun at the moment, Fair. but I know I'll come around. Um, speaking of those, as a creative person, is Skillshare. I've I got a your membership some discount through Adobe, again. Adobe, if you're listening, we will take sponsors. Get us. (laughs) So yeah, Skillshare has been really cool. Again, I've primarily have been taking some classes on the lettering side of things as that is interesting to me, although it's really hard and I kind of get frustrated and I threw my Apple pen the other day. It still works, um, but I did throw it. So uh, props to illustrators out there, but there's a whole slew of things within Skillshare. So it's really affordable under... It's under $100, if not under $50 for an annual membership. So I think that's a really good inspiration. They have business classes on there. They have productivity things. They have kind of anything you're looking for, you can search for it and find a channel or a few pros on it, which is really cool. That's good. Yeah, I just think, you know, again, like kind of opening ourselves up to a little bit like meatier resources rather than, as we spoke about last week, just kind of scrolling through mindlessly and pretending to think that we learned anything from somebody's Instagram caption is damaging in the long run. So taking the time and investing the time to sort of like spend with something as what seems insane to sit down in front of a 45 minute video, but it's, it's amazing how, how useful and helpful and and interesting and engaging they actually are. Well, and I'm sure masterclass has done very well, high, high quality, you know, production. And then you have actors or big celebrities who are you know, media trained and talk beautifully and 
the editing's impeccable. Of course, it's going to be delightful to watch. So I can see why that's really, really fun. I've had a few other friends really like it as well. It's good. Yeah. I actually, um, there's a podcast that if y'all don't listen to, you should start immediately. It's called Keep It. It's excellent. It's like a a cultural review each week of just like what's been going on in pop culture and politics. The hosts are all immensely charming and entertaining. Um, And Roxanne Gay was um, a guest on it a few weeks ago and was talking about her experience taping her masterclass. And she did it in Iceland and it took two days. And she said it was like so efficient and so easy and everything was just like completely, you know, templated out for her. And she and her wife got to go on a really cool trip to Iceland. So very, very cool. I think a little bit of what you're talking about and why maybe masterclass is so relevant to you is it's, it feels super intentional with your time. So you are choosing to spend your time that way and, and consume that piece of media. Whereas again, scrolling can feel just like endless and mind numbing. A book I've getting back into, I've read once, I'm reading a second time is Essentialism, which is all about, I think everyone knows about this book at this point, but Greg McGowan, Essentialism. It's all about doing less with more intention, with more focus and not dividing your time as much and really zooming in on things that matter. So I'm, I think that's really important in my business. So I'm giving that another go with a different color highlighter and um, it's taking a while, but I'm, I'm really enjoying that process. I think that's a great idea. I think it's a great, you know, sort of exercise for yourself. I have become as many of us are, and again, you'll read think piece after think piece about this, but sort of like, you know, grind culture and the hustle and productivity porn are so unappealing to me. And I have the luxury of allowing them to be unappealing to me, obviously. Um, So I love that concept of doing less, being careful with how you spend and use your time. I think that's really important. Yeah, I'm really trying to embrace it as I'm, I am a productivity person. I am somebody who always wants to be checking things off my list, but I, you know, I'm being really intentional with choosing rest and um, trying to be balanced has always been really important to me. So this book is ringing very true and I know it does for a ton of people. And he wrote another book um, that you can pre-order right now. I forget what it's called. It will be pre-ordered. Awesome. But choosing a few long, beautiful essays, I think, is a really good use of my time. Substack newsletters for me, I have five right now. I I get every week from writers I love, or actually more. So it depends on you know who's writing them, what kind of cadence it is. Again, I will. Roxanne Gay is a great one. Anne Helen Peterson writes a beautiful one. I couldn't recommend it more highly. Um, she writes a great one. Um, Samantha Irby, I I love everything she does. She writes, you know, she gives you recommendations, but also recaps episodes of Judge Mathis each day. And that is a wonderful thing to read, um, both to just make you laugh and connect with her. Um, She's wonderful. And I love her and I love her newsletter. Ira Madison, who's a host of Keep It, great newsletter, love it, very pop culture focused. And (laughs) recently got into a whole conversation about Tom Cruise, which I can always read about Tom Cruise. And then Dan Rather, uh, weirdly enough, has a wonderful, very thoughtful, I'm sure many people follow him on social media, read his posts, but I love these substacks. It feels like a letter to you from some of your favorite writers. I think it's really generous and kind. I, of course, have yet to launch my own substack, which I promised to do in late January. It is now late March. And uh, we'll get to that when we get to it. <laughs> you know, I keep thinking, I'm like, did I miss it? No, I just haven't done it yet. It's I, I, making one. And this is probably a, a topic for an, a, another episode, but like making oneself actually create the public work. You just got to do it. But uh, 
I it's, think, I and think I just haven't talked about that. Yeah. And I just, I don't have any time and it's really hard for me to use my leisure time. And this again, is another episode. Like I, it's really hard for me to, to, to find the energy and the motivation and the creativity and the reserves to do this thing that I really want to do. But I guess if you really want to do it, you find time. Yeah. Schedule it. Put it on your calendar. Hell, my calendar's a mess. (laughs) You know, I've taken a few long walks because we've had some lovely weather in this late March. And I've been, you know, lucky enough to be able to take some afternoon walks. And I have found myself digging back into Queen Brene Brown. I know you haven't experienced her magicalness as much as, as me, but, um, her unlocking you podcast debuted last year and I was catching up on just some of those. And she, I mean, she's interviewed kind of everyone. She's essentially a celebrity at this point, but like Barack Obama. So like, it's worth it. It's worth your time. But the one I was listening to was right before the holidays. She was doing a co-interview with Dax Shepard and Tim Ferriss. So big podcasters, right? Um, And they talked about all sorts of things. The conversation was all over the place, but in a way that really made sense, if that makes sense. I mean, they're incredible storytellers. Of course Mm -hmm. it made sense. But some of the really funny things they talked about was like, she would do some like really fast questions and then um, make them, you know, go around the horn and answer them. But there was like, what's your one universal truth that's a bumper sticker? It's like a really short one. And Dax was, I'm going to butcher this, but Dax was something along the lines, like, why is everyone trying to irritate me? You know, like (laughs) (laughs) everyone's on this planet just to annoy me is essentially what his whole thing was. And then they started to talk about like the spotlight theory in, you know, psychology is like, you think everyone's looking at you all the time and thinking about you, but the reality is no one is. No. Right. So it's like coming in, and he's an addict, so he was talking about like the twelve steps and how he learned that about spotlight in the twelve steps. And he's like, I don't know how I would have learned that without the program. And it's so interesting to hear. It. She's an alcohol alcoholic as well, so she's gone through the program too. So they had that in common. And then mm-hmm. Tim is this just like incredible productivity wizard. He does insane things all the time. Like he does a cold bath like one of those dunk tanks every morning and every night. Get the heck out of here. He made it out of a freezer at his house. Oh, so yeah. Weird. So he does all these crazy things, but his was something along the lines of don't believe everything you think, which is one thing I've been telling myself huh. for the last like while now. You know, every thought isn't true. You frankly, things come through your mind that are not true. They're just a passing thought. So there was a really good conversation around all of that. So if you have some time, Consuming any of Brene Brown's literature, podcast, anything she does is so wonderful and thoughtful. Comes from a place of empathy and compassion, vulnerability. It's just really delightful to listen to. She has an incredible voice and everyone she talks with brings a kind of different perspective. So that interview in particular, or conversation rather, was very, very good. But there's a new season of Unlocking You. And then she also has a Dare to Lead podcast. They're all on Spotify. That's awesome. That's great. I will, I'll, I'll add those to the queue. It is funny as a side note. And so of course, this is when we start, start a podcast. My podcast consumption has gone down so much over the last year because I'm not driving anywhere. And that's my one guaranteed place to listen to podcasts is in the car. So it is nice to kind of sometimes, I mean, about once a week at this point, I will jump in the car during the day and just take a drive. It's just, I, I need to get out. I need to listen to stuff. And it really does kind of just 
um, shake out some cobwebs in my head. And maybe this is what I'll listen to next time I uh, get on the open road. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is for me with walking. So that's nice. what I listen or um, sometimes when I'm getting ready or at lunch. Nice. I'll put one on. You mean you're telling me that I shouldn't be watching old episodes of Vanderpump Rules? <laughs> well, I've never seen one episode of that. So I, I'm not here to say anything about that. It's like French fries for your brain. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> So this whole idea, in addition to being born out of our conversation last week about social media, was sort of something that we've been talking about for a while because, um, again, as, a, as bloggers around the early years of the millennium, I used to have a little feature on my blog that I religiously updated called The Week in Consumption. Um, and that is not, in fact, about tuberculosis, but is about what I was consuming that week, what I was reading, what I was listening to, what I was eating, what I was drinking, what I was watching, all of the above. And we toyed with doing that on social a few weeks ago. And I think it's a really fun exercise, both to recommend things and to just sort of like kind of journal and chronicle what it is that we've been um, taking in and perhaps like, you know, look at trends and be a little bit more mindful of that. So if y'all are into it, we will get back into doing that on social a little bit more diligently. I know we are really talking about talking out of both sides of our mouths here, or at least I am. But we would love to hear what you are consuming. Um, we can share a little template in our Insta stories and want to hear your recommendations about things to listen to, things to read, things to really dive into. Even like, you know, again, the best French fry you ate uh, in Chicago over the past few months. Which um, is very important. Extremely. Yeah. Yes. And I think what you're speaking to is we just want to encourage engagement within the community and sharing content that you really like is different than the endless scrolling, right? So if we can get a great book recommendation from one of our Instagram followers, we are going to be so pumped. Totally. You can be our micro influencers and each other's as well. You know, I think that getting again, to your point, a recommendation from someone we really trust and like and understand um, and who sort of, you know, gets our vibe and we get theirs. That means a lot. And I am very eager to learn from other people about cool things that aren't on my immediate radar and be a little bit more thoughtful about the things I consume instead of just scrolling and looking at a million pictures of, of things that I'll never do or care about. <laughs> so yeah, if you guys see our template this week on Instagram, we encourage you to play along. It's going to be really fun. Yeah. And we will commit to doing it a little more frequently than we have. And maybe it will also keep me from watching as much Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> All right, guys. It was great chatting and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Artist at Work. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. We're on Instagram and Twitter under the handle at artist at work pod. And our website is the artist at work.com. We'll see you next time.